Hey guys, so I just wanted to jump on here and let you know that this week's episode will be with Mary and Sally from Fuck the Press, and that this week's episode is going to be a two-parter. So part one is going to be all about Fuck the Press and the stuff that these girls are doing with their platform and how they're building it. And the second part is going to be election questions about the election, about the current political climate, about BLM, about Amy Cohen Barrett, everything. So um, if you guys want to listen to this one about Fuck the Press, go ahead. But if you want to know more about the political stuff um, and election questions, go ahead and jump to part two. I hope you guys enjoy. Peace. Hi, uh, welcome back to No Filter. Today I have two very special guests, Mary and Selly. They are here from Fuck the Press, their podcast and blog um, about politics, everything. Everything you need to know politics, check it out. I'm going to leave it in the description and on my Instagram. You'll see it in my bio and on my Twitter. So go check them out because we have some geniuses over here, guys. Mary, Sally, how are you guys today? I'm good. Uh I'm not a genius. Like, I don't know where that came from. You're a genius. You know you're a genius. A word. This is the most, like, I'll ever be hyped up, so thank you. Like, I needed this. We got two brilliant Black women today that I get to share this time with. So I mean, I guess you could <clears throat> say that. I mean, I don't know. Okay, so I'm gonna, we're gonna talk about you guys first. Okay. And, like, fuck the press. And then I'm gonna, like, ask you guys, like, the questions of, like, what does this mean? Like, what do we need to know? And that kind of stuff, like, okay. before election day. <clears throat> so, like, I guess first, how's school going? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but not well. I mean, as well as could be expected. I just, like, I don't know about Sully, but I'm, actually, I know we're both stressed about our futures, and that's, like, stresses us out a lot. So, like, that plus school could be a lot, but, like, it, it do be going. Like, I don't know what else to say, like, yeah, I think the hardest part for me about school this year is, like, it's on the computer all the time. So mm. I wake, you know this, I yeah. wake up, turn on the laptop, and it goes to sleep with me right next to my, like, it's literally my partner in bed. Um, <laughs> so that's been hard, but school, I, I don't think classes have gone harder. Like, I'm doing good in classes and stuff like that. It's just the experience is just ass, like, all around. Yeah. How has it been, like, being, like, in your major? I know you just added a second, like, a double major. I and changed Ma- my major, too, actually. Oh, what? Yeah. Okay, hold on, wait, T. <laughs> and I know, Mary, you didn't go into school with poli-sci, right? Yeah, no, I didn't. I came as a fashion major originally, which is, like, in retrospect, actually so fucking I, crazy. And I hate to be the person. Because, you know, I'm not a I told you so kind of gal. <laughs> you but i told you so <laughs> i told you so okay. <laughs> shut up but yeah like now i'm a policy major with a minor in homeland security um and yeah um it's like like sally said it's like the classes aren't hard it's just like that combined with like studying for like like grad school and stuff like that like it's just like so stressful and like I don't know. I feel like people kind of downplay how much the everything has changed sometimes. Like professors, I don't know where they're at, but other than that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you changed, what did you change your major to? So I went from international relation mm-hmm. to my main major being international public policy. Okay. And then I changed my double major from national security and foreign affairs to politics, philosophy, and economics. Yeah. Okay. So I knew about PPE. Yeah. 
I didn't know that you changed your. Yeah. So what's the difference between so, international relations and international policy, public policy? Okay, it's it's hard because me and Mary, like when you guys see us talk, I mean not you guys, but when you hear us talk on Fuck the Press, we're talking about issues that are relevant right now. Mm-hmm. We don't really talk about how we got there, except for like the the near like the near past. Mm-hmm. But with IR, you're to get to that point, you have to learn so much theoretical things. Like people that are scholars in the field have theories and, and ideas about why the world is the way that it is and how it should be run. And you have to learn all that. And it's simply just boring. Like I was bored and I don't, en- like, I don't enjoy learning who in 1835 decided, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And it's cool concepts like feminist IR and all that kind of stuff. But I wanted, I realized it's not more about, I don't care more about the relationships that governments have. I care more about the issues that are happening, which is like public policy and what I can do and the policies that can be implemented to fix those problems. Yeah. Which is why I changed my major. Yeah. And okay, so what do you guys like, what do you guys want to do with that? Like, what is your, like, I guess like your, <laughs> I asked some of this, your aspiration in life. I want like, Mary to run for office and make me a chief of staff. This is like a long time, like, running joke, okay? Like, who's our- Okay. Okay. I'm you're running for public. You're running for office. I mean, just every okay. Like, oh, maybe, maybe. But okay, so, so you're gonna be like a representative, and you're gonna be secretary, like, secretary of state, is what I'm hearing. Or, like um, an administration just completely run by us. Like so. VP Mary or President Mary, President I Nebu. I, I can't be president. You can't be president. Good for us, to be honest, good for the country. President Nebu and Secretary of State Gebreyesus. <laughs> no, re- realistically though, like obviously you know. Okay, Secretary- and what about it realistically? What do okay, you mean okay, realistically? But, but I mean like Secretary of State's obviously the dream, you know. But realistically, like, I don't know. I think right after after um, college, I really do want to work like um, for a member of Congress. I think that's where my heart's at. Like, I just want to be in it. You know what I mean? Like, I mm-hmm. want to be in it, like, figuring it out. And, like, um, I want my opinions to be, like, valued in the legislative legislative kind of way. But I think, like, honestly, I don't have it planned out after that. Like, because I know what I, I know that I want to, <laughs> it's so hard. I know I want to do policy and I want to help people, but I don't think it's hit me yet exactly what that looks like past like my first years out of college mm-hmm. so like yeah. grad school and then like oh yeah i'm definitely going to grad school for sure for sure well georgetown duh. Yeah. but like god willing god willing mary what about you georgetown right um i'm actually studying right now to take the lsat to go to law school no silly what oh, crap i get don't ever say you're not a genius i don't want to hear this bullshit ever yeah. again I don't want to hear this bullshit ever again because you're literally graduating a year early yeah. and you're taking the, you're studying for the LSATs. Mary, and, shut the fuck up. And she's <laughs> like, going to let me know how it goes. So then I decided I want to go to law school or not. Yeah, basically I'm just like the guinea pig version for Sally's life. I'm like the Sally 1.0 and she's going to be like the 2.0. But yeah, I'm like studying for the LSAT right now and hopefully going to go to law school. Um, and like Sally said, work for someone in Congress, hopefully soon. Um, and eventually, like, yeah, I hope that 
I can run or I not even run, but like work for someone um, as like a um, chief of staff or like a campaign manager or something. I just want to like be able to like, like what Sally said, like help enact change in like a legislative way instead of just like complaining about it all the time, which is like what I do all the time. So I feel like, like my goal is to be able to, to turn that into like a tangible action um, no matter like what the job position is or like what it actually, you know, like what it actually ends up being. And obviously we would love for Fuck the Press to be, you know, like a main source of income enough to sustain our lives. Like I would, yeah. I would love to do Fuck the Press for the rest of my life. And I was going to actually ask that, like, do you guys, like, would you ever do it as a full-time job if it, if it got big, like if it got big Absolutely. Enough? I would not, not only would I do it as only like a full-time job, I would want it to be something that like college kids are always listening to. Even when we're 30, I want it to be curated to people, not just college students, anyone that the media doesn't work to attract. I would want them to go to fuck the press and feel like they had somewhere to be educated on. Yeah. That's because like the whole reason we created it was for that. Like we're not a news outlet and we're not like trying to be. We're just here to deliver our perspective and also like what's going on and decipher through like what's important versus what's not important in a way that makes sense. And that isn't like created so that only middle class, upper middle class, college educated white people can understand it or want to understand it. Because I feel like we realize that such a disconnect from voting or actually participating in a democracy or believing in change in government, um, there's a disconnect between that and the media because the media says all this shit. Wait, can I can I curse? Yes, it's no right. problem. Okay, okay. Um, they say all this stuff and then like, it's not always created in a way that, um, actually most of the time it's not created in a way that people who aren't the people like I mentioned earlier would would be able to understand it. So we're here trying to like connect those two and be like, yeah, you should be able to vote and participate in democracy and believe in our future government um, and all this kind of stuff because the media is not a scary thing. Like these things are able to be understood in a way. You know what I mean? Yeah. So did you guys like, is fuck the press like where you guys are now? Is that where you, like, did you think you would get to this point here? <laughs> and like, where do you want to go from here on out like when we first started the podcast i mean when we first started um fuck the press like just, the just the website yeah i seriously thought it was going to be the 10 friends from high school and mary's friends following the the, the the instagram page and then we started getting like reads 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 whatever okay we're getting more and more and then mary's like let's start a podcast i was like absolutely the fuck not <laughs> have you heard my voice like, <laughs> No, I'm not letting anyone hear me on recording. And then she, she coerced me into doing it. And it's so crazy. Like, I swear to you, this is, I feel like this is what everybody says. I swear to God, I literally never thought we'd get here. I, I still remember, you can ask Mary, I still remember when we got 100 followers. And then I remember when we got 200 followers. Like, I was like, what is happening? And people, like, Mary was just telling me last week, she went to a coffee shop or whatever, and this girl talks like talk to her about how she listens to it every week like i never thought we'd have people like you hey. fuck about what we had to say <laughs> she, literally, she didn't even say she just listened to it she like went in depth and she wanted to talk to me about the points we made on the podcast she was like this she literally had like no she's like this is what i thought like can you like explain this to me or like can we talk about this and stuff like that we literally went in depth on like half the shit we talked about and she literally would like 
like when I would be talking about podcasts, I'd be like, oh, like we did one on this. And she's like, oh yeah, I remember that one. And I'm like, what? Like you do? My friend Seth, hey Seth, um, he <laughs> he walked in on his roommate listening to Michael Press. You're lying. Yes. Like, oh my God. It's, it's the coolest. I think, okay, obviously it's like, you only have 275 followers and like, it's not, I'm not saying thousands of people are listening to us. Because it doesn't even matter. The podcast, like, not even a year That's ago. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think the press isn't even a year old in itself. I know. I like, know. Like the whole, like the webs, the like yeah. the blog, everything. Like it's not even a year old. Yeah. I don't know it's it's the coolest feeling in the world, and I Mahmood knows this, but I feel like, and Mary, um, for a long time in high school was the only person, like we had class together, and she was the only person like at the end, like you know what I mean? In the mm-hmm. middle of class, it's like, okay, I'm a debrief, I'm a debrief to Mary later, mm-hmm. and it's so cool feeling like you're having a conversation now. Yeah. With you know what I mean, like fifty to seventy other people at all times. Like it's that's it's crazy. so cool. Yeah. That's actually yeah. crazy. I'm so happy for you guys. Like, oh my god. You said guys, I'm gonna do a blog. And I said, Oh word. <laughs> I remember when you told me. Oh my gosh. That was crazy. Like Mahmood was actually the first person I told Mary. Wait, actually? I, yeah, I I was with him right after Oh yeah. 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 Oh my I feel so honored. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's also our biggest fan. I don't, I don't, like, for real, like, people don't understand, like, he is our biggest fan, like, him and Seth, I don't know who else is, like, every a bigger post, fan. Every post, every, you, he's the biggest fan, for real. Man, I've been listening to this morning, I don't know. Um, what's it called? So, like, okay, amidst all of this growth and everything, was there a time when you guys ever wanted to give up? Absolutely. Yes. Oh, my gosh, yes. I think, I think the first time... Oh, wow. This really can get unfiltered. <laughs> How many people listen to this shit? I mean, you got 57. Mary, you go first. The you first go one first. got 57. Fuck. Mary, you go, you go, you go. Okay, I think the first time for me that I wanted to give up was, um, it was not only just the podcast, it was like politics in general and everything. I think it was this summer after everything was happening like with Black Lives Matter, after everything had calmed down and it felt like people had stopped caring. Um, And obviously like, I'm not talking about like our friends or the people we talk to on a daily basis or whatever, but like, I felt like them, but even them. Well, yeah, like I felt like the country had stopped caring and it was kind of like, why are we doing all of this, putting in all of this effort? If like, like it's just gonna take another uprising or another huge, uh, event to happen in order in order for people to actually want change this badly again and like that was like so like hard for me to understand and I was like why am I even doing this like is this even gonna make me happy I'm gonna be basically making no money and yeah like like I I was like stressed because I was like I don't know if this is what I should do if like people aren't gonna always want to enact change as much as I do. But then someone told me something really important, which I've like kept really close to me for a long time since then, is that like, just because if you, okay. Change happens when like there are people like leaders who actually are driving it forward. Like not everyone's going to be on the same page every single day and that's okay. Because if they were, then all of this shit would have already happened already. And so that has been like the kind of driving factor for me. And like, yeah, like I'm okay with my career. Like people always ask me, my family asks me like, I'm okay with making like at cap $170,000 a year in DC. Like that's how much you can make as a government official. Like I'm okay with that. Because for me, 
like and, and doing this podcast as well like just because everyone's not on the same page and there's not protests every day those are the times that even we need to be even more vigilant and and spreading the message of like change and and policy change because um you know we have to help like someone has to step up and just because other people are not like following it doesn't mean that it's not the time yeah for me it was a little different because it felt like we went from writing about impeachments and like the the war that was like world war three starting yeah. and um conversations that were happening on twitter and stuff like that to life or death and that's when it like it stopped becoming political obviously and it started yeah. becoming like I no longer felt and me and Mary talked about this a lot when we started the podcast because we were like I can't I can't do this if we can't be opinionated because it's so hard like writing those those um blogs and if you guys don't know this our blogs are not biased the when we write it it's not biased our but podcast, podcast is, yeah, yeah our podcast is more of me and Mary's opinion conversation us talking through our thought processes which side question I was going to ask about that earlier isn't that news? Like when you guys are just giving the un, like unbiased, like this is what's going on, this is what's happening. Like yes, it is. But we also, I think we don't like calling ourselves news because we're not trying to. We're trying to simplify, but we're not trying to condense it. We're trying to give you guys the context that's important. What's happening now and why it's why it matters right now. Yeah, you know what also, I mean. Like we're not trying to. What. As if we're also like picking and choosing what we're talking about, like news okay, are yeah. pumping out stories every day. Like there are huge forces of like, of, of media. And since it's just us, Sally and I, and you know, we have like school and everything. And like, we want it to be a place where like, we amplify the issues that are important, which is also a reason why we started it is because we felt like the media wasn't giving enough um, light, shedding enough light on the stories that really mattered because there was so much happening. But um, I think when the Black Lives Matter start, like movement started again, right? So mm -hmm. this is like early quarantine. When it blew up, yeah. Right, when it blew up. That's when I think I, I was like, I don't want to do this anymore because I couldn't. Yeah. I you don't that. know how it feels like, like, and, and you guys don't know this, but like Mumu knows this, I'm passionate about every single thing that we write about. Every single time me and Mary research, there's three hours of information that I'm getting about every perspective. And then I would have to sit in front of my laptop and write it as if the both sides, you know what I mean? Like, as if, and like, obviously that's how news should be delivered. It should be unbiased because we're trying to inform you guys. We're not trying to push a narrative, you know? But I think it was a lot easier in thought than it was, you know what I mean? When in you're practice, actually doing yeah. in practice. So and when you're talking about like the impeachment and other, other shit like that, like very political things, it's easy to do that. I understand why people want, um, like, even though I don't agree with it, when people talk about like pro-life people, mm -hmm. I can write that because I know their argument. I believe what I believe because I know their argument and disagree with it. Mm -hmm. But it started becoming about Black Lives Matter and me and Mary would go on to record these hour long podcasts. And I, I literally was like, I can't do this anymore. If this is what we're doing, I can't do it because yeah. that's not who I am. And I felt like I was giving a false image to people of what the world looked like. Because there is no other argument to issues like that. You know what yeah. I'm trying to say? Or when we would talk about like um, like tax cuts and stuff like that. I'm not going to sit here and give the others like, I don't know. You, you, I guess no, yeah. you guys get my point. But um, I, I think that's, that's when it definitely hit me that I was like, this might not be something I can do. And then I talked to 
um, another friend of mine, and he was like, you, you're passionate about these things because you had the ability. And like, I've on my own research and done all this kind of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm passionate about it because I know enough to know what I believe and know my arguments. My goal should be to get everybody there. And I can't yeah. do that without informing both sides. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can't do that without. No, I think it's so crazy. It, so. Like the way you guys tell these things, because like, for example, like the podcast, but like the Israel-Palestine conflict, you guys were able to, I, I listened to it on a plane ride. Like I literally listened to it on a plane ride and it was like, like it, you just condensed it so well because there's so much, and like you remember when I was yeah. like very interested, like we, going into it, like we were talking, okay. And he, I'm trying to explain Israel and Palestine to him. He goes, "Why don't they just share it?" <laughs> and I literally was like, "Wow, Mahmoud, Einstein over here, go tell the UN, go tell the UN about your idea." But yeah. Um, I definitely have wanted to quit and that was one of the times and there's like times in between where it's like fam I got a four-page essay like yeah. what am I doing you know yeah. but we love it like and like you can tell like we literally light up talking about it like we would no. never, oh never my God. quit. I love that thing. <laughs> I also like really quickly want to add like when we were talking about Black Lives Matter and all that kind of stuff like when we talk about policy and legislative action and like factual evidence of what's going on in like a political sort of way when we're talking about like the tax plan joe biden's tax plan or like what's going on with manufacturing like that's easy for Sally and i because that's what we know like that is what we study yeah. that is what we want to do in the future like that we like that and like we like talking about stuff like that which i know people think is crazy and like so do i but like whatever but when it comes to like talking about like Black Lives Matter or like LGBTQ rights and stuff like that, it's like, especially with Black Lives Matter, like going on there and presenting um, what is going on without seeming emotional or hysterical or whatever other people call girls, like they're literally attacking our identity and then we have to go present it in a clear package to people and explain to them what's going on. Like this summer was hard for all of us, like all three of us, I know because it literally was like people were threatening our identity every single day and we had to defend our identity every single day and we still continue to have to do so. Um, so I just feel like when, when Zelly was saying that earlier about how she wanted to quit, like, yeah, sometimes it was like, it's so much easier for me to like reflect on the legislative policy that's going on rather than talking about the human rights issues that plague our country, but we have to address both. Like that's what we're here for. And yeah. no matter. Yeah. Keep going. Sorry. I was just saying like that's like no matter who we are and like what we um like what we want to talk about that doesn't necessarily mean we can't push ourselves to talk about stuff that we might not necessarily want to you know and it's hard because again that's all logic politics is all logic it's all facts it's all like you know what I mean? you're, you're you're almost manipulating a perspective and, and sharing it out because you want people to be on your side that's not the same thing with emotion and not only was did I have to be like was could I not be emotional? I felt like I couldn't be emotional, but once me and, Mary, me and Mary were like, okay, let's be emotional. I now had to get myself to be vulnerable and emotional to people. I don't, I don't even know who's like, the names don't come up on yeah. who's, who's listening. You know what I mean? And like, and it's not just I'm not friends. even emotional with you guys. Like imagine being emotional people that you know are listening. To, I have no idea. Yeah. So yeah, but like, okay. So how did like fuck the press come to life? 
me and Mary went to Starbucks to link up, just to like talk whatever. And I, we were talking about whatever and I, I'm like ranting. And um, I have friends that are gonna hear this and I love you guys, I really do. <laughs> but I was- Oh, we all know it's true. <laughs> I was ranting to Mary about how I felt like, I, I thought when I went to college, we'd be having more conversations about the structure of the gut, like the government, like politics mm-hmm. and stuff like that because now we're older. There's yeah. other conversations like, that you have. And these things like, not that it doesn't apply to us like in high school, but like now that we're adults and like we can vote and like we have more responsibilities when it comes to like contributing as like a citizen, it's like, exactly why wouldn't you want to be important? So, like this affects your taxes, where your kids go to school, your job, like so many things, like your healthcare, everything. My point exactly. So I was, I was getting upset because I was like, I feel like for the past, it had been five months at that point, I'm still getting the same I don't, I just don't listen. Like, I just don't care about politics. Like, it doesn't even affect me. Like, Is that irk you guys, by the way? Like, Holy shit. It's, oh my God. Thank God I'm not a violent person. <laughs> because I'd actually, I'd actually be in jail. Like, Mary, does it irk you? I imagine it irks you. I just like, how? Like, and it, to me, it's like, you have 80,000, like literally infographics on Instagram that you can pick and choose from to learn about something before you open your mouth and say, you don't think it affects you. Why are you talking? Yeah. Why are you speaking? Like, and it, it's, it's, it was getting to the point where I literally felt like I was like, this can't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, and I was telling her, I was like, but I was reading a CNN article and I was trying to re-explain it to my roommate. And even for a second, I was like, I have to go through and read more than one and not just and like they're boring like it's not fun to go to a CNN article and just start reading like no one you know what I mean like it's not a fun thing to yeah. do and I was like and it's just like I don't know and I and I felt like I had so much to say and no one to say it to yeah because Mary's at VCU and I, before then we were just like we would meet up when we were free but again that's not like we were home at the same time yeah and she literally goes yeah I've been thinking about starting a blog I said, ain't no fucking way. <laughs> and she can tell the rest. <laughs> yeah, so I first was like, yeah, like, I think I even, like, called Sally before we met up at Starbucks, and I was like, hey, I'm thinking of a blog, like, starting a blog, like, do you want to meet up so we can talk about, like, what I would do and stuff? And then when I got there, I was like, like, why don't we literally just do it together? Because it would sound much better if two people are putting in the work and also, like, have different voices on. And also, like Sally mentioned earlier, she was always the person who, when I was like, need to talk about something urgently, especially when the 2016 election was happening. At the time, a lot of my friends, and I think Sally can also attest to, and like you, Mahmood as well, the people who we went to school with were not necessarily the greatest, like not everyone, but a lot of them like were like Trump supporters and like, you know, at the time, it was just very, like, how am I supposed to talk about politics with people, especially because, like, my best friends at the time literally were, like, diehard Republicans, and, like, I couldn't get away from them. We grew up in, like, a white school. Like, we grew up yeah. in a white area in a white school, like, yeah. very, like, we were, like, such a minority where it, it was, like, I remember, like, growing up, like, you guys went to, what, you went to Bonnie Gray. Yeah. Where'd you go, Mary? A bunch of school? I, I Old and then I went to private school for a couple years. Oh, okay, damn. She... No, but I, I was a very white school. It was so oh, like racist. Cool. I don't okay. know why. Um, but like Oakview, I remember being like one of two black kids in my like homeroom yeah. classroom, and it's like 
that shit like affect i feel like it affected us oh, oh we, we just happened in that after mary finishes her answer but yeah no literally i mean yeah we'll totally get into that but i mean literally my best friends at the time were diehard trump supporters like so you know who i'm talking about and like they yeah. really like it was so difficult for I me to like on my own babe don't worry girl me too <laughs> me too we all do and it was like so difficult and so when i would go to sally and talk to her it felt like oh my god i can finally talk about something i'm so interested in and at the time i didn't know it's what i wanted to do and i don't think sally did either like in terms of like um you know we're gonna like do this for the rest of our lives or whatever but like we like met up that day at starbucks we set out a plan and we literally started an email and it just blew up from there like in terms of like how much work we put in and everything um and it was just so amazing because you can even tell our progression from like literally your Instagram. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> when you guys started, like when you guys switched up the whole vibe of like fuck the press, I was like, wow. Yeah. It was nice. crazy. I love it. Thank I'm a you. Fan. Yeah. I'm a fan. I. What? I said I'm a fan. Oh yeah, we know you're our biggest. You're our biggest. And supporter. literally, it was she said it that day. We like she went home, set up an anchor account. I made the Instagram and within days we posted like it was yeah like that we had no idea what the hell we were getting into yeah but since then and speaking of not knowing what the hell you were getting into yeah. how have been like the, how have the responses been to your posts oh my like gosh. have you guys gotten the like i know you guys have probably gotten the like oh like i love this blah, blah blah like i have questions like you know but like what about the like fuck you like this is so stupid you know oh, what yeah. you're talking about like <laughs> There was, okay, the first hate comment we ever got, I will never forget. And, like, I, <laughs> like, on level to be, like, oh, my God, we're really getting hate comments, like, every single day. But, like, this is politics. Like, people have strong yeah. views. Um, and this guy commented on one of our posts and was, like, get a job or whatever. And, like, I thought, like, first of all, I wasn't even offended. I was, like, this is so funny that, like, he, somebody actually cares enough to, like, comment and think that, like, we're making Mary, Mary, let him know how many jobs you got like a lot apparently I guess like I don't know I was just like so upset I was like what like like I wasn't even upset by what he said I was just more happy that like somebody cared enough like they thought that we were important enough to give us a hate comment I was like word yeah. thank you and we answer That's questions right. when people ask questions in our comment section we'll answer it but um we got we got a comment it was like abortion is murder we won't respond to that but people other followers actually there's been arguments back and forth back and forth that in happened the in our comment section mm. yeah and it's so cool because like they'll bring up points and stuff like that and i'm like wow like that's exactly what we wanted to start like even though like fuck you like you you're mad and you want to comment and stuff like that like but like for the people that are like exactly yeah. exactly that's crazy yeah i love I, that for you guys but like the only podcast is like we want hate comments like please give us your hate comments yes. like, me and mary decided when we first got when we got the first hate comment that we were going to respond because i'm not trying to be belligerent on my you know you know yeah. like fuck the press and stuff like that and like obviously you're supposed to keep like a distance from that but i was ready i was ready <laughs> to come with the smoke the first hate comment we got okay so this is the last question about like fuck the past and yeah. you guys but if you guys had like unlimited resources uh, for fuck the press like what's the first thing that you do i would get first thing like the first thing you would do if you had like unlimited resources like unlimited budget like what would you be able to like what would you want to do 
uh, I feel like there's two ways this answer could go. It could go like the tangible route and then like the business route like for no, the tangible me like the like the realistic one and then like like my dream okay the realistic one if we got all this money in this current climate would be 100 percent student college voter registration like that's what it would be to me like i think that's what's extremely important right now and so many people are abstaining from voting and stuff but i know you want to talk about election stuff later but like that would be like at least in my point of view the most tangible thing that we would do right now if we had limited resources in terms of business though definitely advertising to people who don't go to school in Virginia. It's like hard to reach people who don't go to school in Virginia because that's all we know. So we're doing our best right now to like start um, Instagram marketing and like different avenues of marketing to like reach out to college students who go to schools in other places because their Senate races matter just as much, if not more um, than ours as well. But like, to me, I think like those are the two number one things right now. I don't know about you, Sally. I Mary's more voting on more education. So I think number one, number one, I would get um, college students all over the country, one from like every college or something. And even taking a step further, like globally to start um, writing, like like writing so we can we can post more about what's going on and from the perspectives of the people so. on them. Yeah, exactly. And especially, especially domestically, like in America and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But not just that. I would want fuck the press to become. I would want to have opportunities for high school students in low income areas and in um, in areas where where they can argue with you know what I mean. Where they have so many things, so many things to worry about. That mm -hmm. politics is not a priority yeah. for them to like have mentorships to through, through fuck oh. the press mm -hmm. to come and like intern to come mm -hmm. and like you know what I mean scholarships. Like, scholarships like all that kind of stuff like promote education and not just that i want to see more minorities in politics yeah we don't have enough the aoc and alan omar and camilla harris are not enough like yeah. we need more and i think that would be the route i would take like having the resources to get them while they're in high school get them interested give them scholarships to study and a politics related field um mm -hmm. life in public office like stuff like that so i think that's the route i would take and then business-wise like that, that takes a lot of money obviously um but yeah just marketing it like getting it more accessible to the point where it's it's known like you know what I mean? like, yeah. state, like college kids in in every state are like oh yeah like i know about it either you know care what I mean? or don't care exactly yeah like i know if the press is and stuff like that um or like yeah, I've heard I mean, of you know, a nice salary wouldn't hurt, <laughs> but that isn't the goal. But yeah, <laughs> a girl needs somewhere to sleep and food to and eat. That's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> that ass.